Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Navneet Dubey from Mint's personal finance team. Today's topic of Why Not Mint Money podcast is What are the risks involved? while taking a joint home loan with your spouse before that i would like to tell you that in our today's episode we have invited atul monga who is the founder of basic home loan it is a fintech startup developing an automated platform for home lending in india hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey Hi Atul so how has been your journey with basics can you tell our listeners about what is it and what you do okay thanks ramneet so we started basic uh, during the first wave of covid we started it in uh, july 2020 and it's almost about 2 years and the journey has been fantastic we have been growing month on month since our inception so now we are present in around 21 cities having disbursed close to uh, 1200 odd crores of loans so have gained a lot of experience a lot of knowledge in this field and the business is uh, as i told you is growing overall what we do is that we help people in uh, primarily in economically weaker sections lig and mig households to get home loans from uh, all the major banks and housing finance companies in india so we are digitizing their journeys on our platform with agent support so that we can do end to end fulfillment for them so, so do you and, charge a higher interest rate compared to banks no so whatever bank is giving directly to the customer customer can get it directly from our platform also so there is no difference in that we don't charge anything to customer for our services it is totally free of cost for them okay okay like how do you do what's the process so uh, we have different uh, you know channels through which we get our customers so we have tie up with around uh, 50 odd builders we have our online channel then we have a network of about 3000 property dealers and chartered accountants in in about 21 cities where we operate and once we get the customer we assign a agent to them this agent then go to the customer's house he utilize my technology that is my mobile app in which we have digitized the credit policies of the bank so based on the customer profile and also the property profile which i think only we are doing in the country right now otherwise no one checks the property profile we show them offers across 40 banks and housing finance companies so for which a customer if you know have to go directly to the bank so they will first have to pay a processing fee but through my uh, application they get it uh, directly and uh, without paying anything as of now uh, and then they select the offer where we have integrations with bank we have their you know online portals we do paperless application on behalf of customer and we get the sanction for the customer then the documentation part which is required in mortgages is done through my agents they do all the documentation and we provide step by step tracking to our customers in our app and in our website so that uh, they don't even have to go to bank branch and they get their home loan sitting at home okay so since you are into this home loan business uh, you must be knowing it better what are the risks to assess before going in for a joint home loan uh, joint ownership and joint loan are two different things there are many cases where you are a co-borrower but you are not a co-owner so in that case you should actually know the uh, borrower uh, you know you know to the deep because 
it's not only that that you are applying as a co-borrower with that uh, particular uh, borrower that your credit profile or your repayment history will not be tracked so for a customer for a bank you are also the customer so the biggest risk is that you cannot be a co-borrower or a co-owner to anyone it should be with someone whom you know for example generally it is husband and wife who uh, you know takes the loan in in fact even banks don't allow people who are blood related like two brothers uh, to take the home loan together so uh, you know the risk is high so you should know the person very well and you should know that you will have a good and healthy relationship with that person for a longer period of time at least till the time the loan is active okay so what are the general pros and cons of getting a joint home loan for a married couple see there are various uh, benefits obviously uh, you know if both the partners are working then they can claim the uh, tax rebate uh, individually for both of them uh, it's not like that only one person can claim uh secondly if you have women ownership uh, in the property and in the home loan then the rate of interest charged by banks is also lower so generally banks keep it low for women because government of india they want to promote women ownership in the property so uh, if you take the loan joint uh, jointly as in husband and wife both pooling their incomes so your eligibility increases so you are able to take a much higher home loan which can give you a better house so these are pros Uh, but there are some you know downsides also because uh, these days means there are a lot of things are going on so uh, in case any of the partner loses their job bank will require the other partner to bring a co-borrower uh, immediately otherwise uh, the bank can sell the property if there is a case of uh, death of either of the partner then there also there is a problem and again it, it doesn't mean that uh, if the person has died then uh, the other person with a lower eligibility can continue the home loan you will require either to repay a part of the home loan or you will be required to get a new co-borrower and then in india you know uh, a divorce rate is increasing a lot and there also right. in case in case you know you have uh, some kind of you know separation kind of thing then there uh, uh, it becomes quite uh, difficult to manage the home loan because the so ownership what are the financial implications owing to this death and divorce so in case of a uh, death or divorce the thing is you have to anyway pay the uh, a loan in case you have not taken any insurance uh, so you will have you will be required to to pay the loan suppose your salary don't justify the emi because earlier your uh, combined salary was uh, much higher and now it is lower then the bank will as i told you bank will ask you to bring a new co-borrower or a bank will require you to sell the property to repay the loan otherwise bank can take all the necessary action uh, you know which is allowed under the law to sell the property themselves and uh, you will lose your house that's the biggest uh, financial drawback i'll say and then it's also not uh, very easy to get a co-borrower immediately you might have to go in the market either to sell the property or to ask someone else in your family to take the loan with you which is again a problem and third there is one more uh, issue here that uh, many a times uh, it happens uh, that you know you have not taken insurance and your eligibility goes down and in that case uh, what happens is that the other partner if he is uh, not repaying or uh, they are not um, having a proper repayment track record or you know in case of uh, divorce especially uh, you know if the other partner is not ready to sell the property then it can uh, lead to a very messy situation because you neither cannot uh, repay the loan nor you can sell the property so it goes on and you know lingers around for a lot of time so what happens in the case of divorce 
in the case of divorce uh, generally uh, either of the partner they decide that who will continue with the home loan so they will have to then uh, keep on uh, doing the repayments and in case they don't uh, do do the repayments on time or in case you know they they miss any kind of uh, emi payments then the credit score of both the partners will be impacted for because for bank it is both the customers who have taken the loan not only one so that is again a problem uh, so uh, it, to, to avoid it uh, you know I, i'll suggest that people should take proper insurance so that in case there is any death or disability or you know divorce then the insurance company can repay the home loan amount so, or so they should think that like divorce is covered under insurance right it's not covered under the insurance but uh, death is covered but in insurance in, in case of uh, divorce there should be a clear written agreement signed by both the parties that what will happen in that case okay okay so my question is uh, supposed in case of a married couple if if wife is the owner of the property and they've decided yeah. to pay home loan and there is a separation so wh- who who will be benefited at the end since So you have chartered accountants also so you must be knowing it well yeah so if wife is the owner of the property and uh, uh, means after the divorce wife is owning the property then the wife will be you know uh, expected to pay all the emis all the loan amount as per uh, the law as per the settlement they had but for the bank uh, it will remain same that both the partners are repaying so in case wife defaults it will be considered as a default by the uh, husband also and uh, the, that will be reported in your civil score appropriately okay okay so at the end of the day so if suppose the payment is made and somehow they have paid all the money in that case the the property will go to the wife yeah so see after divorce you decide that who is owning the property so suppose the property was for 1 crore rupee and uh, you decided that uh, uh, wife decided that she will repay she will pay 50 lakhs to the uh, husband and now the property belongs to her so the remaining uh, and the loan is outstanding for 70 lakhs so she will have to make repayments for the 70 lakh rupee amount if she don't do it uh, and whatever then, whatever the, the amount that the husband already paid that should also be paid by the wife right yes so can husband and wife take home loan separately is it good to take see it's good in a way that you know if you know uh, your financial limits or you have proper financial di- discipline that you don't need a bigger house you buy according to your needs then it is advisable that if one of the partners take the loan the reason is suppose there is a emergency uh, in the family and the other partner still has their uh, cash flows intact so you can immediately take a personal loan otherwise what happens is that generally in a home loan people max out on their incomes max out on their emis in in order to repay the home loan faster so and and if there any emergency comes then you don't have any kind of limit remaining in your uh, income that you can take another personal loan eligibility and buy a bigger house because okay. you you should keep some amount of cash flows separate which can be utilized in case of emergency it should not be like that everything uh, from both the salaries of uh, husband and wife should be going to repay the house there should be some cash flows remaining because you never know home loan is a 15 or 10 year long commitment there might be some emergencies there might be some requirements in the family and you need another income so you will have those cash flows intact with you okay so in simple words like please tell our listeners what should one do when it comes to taking a home loan i'll i'll say it boils down to your relationship with your spouse if you think that uh, you have no issues and divorce is something which is not predicted then uh, a co ownership is preferred 
because again a lot of benefits come with it and uh, the responsibility is divided among uh, two people rather than keep uh, staying on one person in that also if uh, it's prudent that you should buy insurance along with your home loan because in case uh, there is a uh, you know in that case the premium cost will also be added to the emi no i mean that yeah but it's very small it's not it's not that big it's actually very small amount uh, so if you are paying a emi of, of say 50000 With insurance, it might be fifty-one thousand or fifty-two thousand, not more than that. Fifty thousand for how much? How much cover? So, uh, so the cover is generally for five or six years. So you have okay. to renew it, and uh, uh, in that, in case you are unemployed, then insurance company will pay the EMIs for six months. If there is a death uh, of any of any of the partner, then the whole home loan will be repaid by the insurance company. So you get that kind of you know safety net with insurance. Okay, okay. Thank you, Atul, for your valuable inputs. That brings us to the end of our episode. If you would like to know more or make suggestions of a personal finance topic that you want us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at @amnavneetdubey. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.